Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks are inching higher. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ all making gains. Let's head right over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. Big welcome back, and here he is, Bill Maloney. Thanks, Charlie. Main U.S. averages are quiet today with the Dow currently higher by 23 points. Sesame's gained two and a half and Nasdaq rises 18. The small cap 600 is down three points and the U.S. 10 year yield fell on weaker than expected ISM number is currently at 1.54 percent. S&P sector leaders included energy, telecom and utilities, while financials and industrials led to the downside. Dow Transports dropped 15 as a Biotech's rise 30. And the VIX is higher by 2.3%. Dow leaders to the upside included Chevron, Verizon, and Intel. GE and Nike each fell 1%. Goodyear rose as much as 5.6%. Shares were upgraded over at Deutsche Bank pre-market. While Cummins fell 7% after the VW stake in Navistar. Also note that Amazon and Facebook hit new all-time highs today. Live from the First of Breaking News Desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie? And we thank you very much, Bill Maloney, and to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type squawk, S-Q-U-A-W-K, on your terminal. And we are brought to you by Mark's Paneth LLP, ranked among the top three forensic accounting firms in New York by the New York Law Journal for the sixth year in a row. Visit MarksPaneth.com. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. The U.S. Geological Survey is examining whether the 5.6 magnitude earthquake that shook Oklahoma on Saturday, it was also tied for the strongest trembler ever recorded in the state, whether that earthquake was triggered by the underground disposal of wastewater from oil and gas production. Here to tell us more is Rob Barnett. He is Senior Energy Policy Analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence, providing unique and real-time research and context for a variety of industries and all of the markets and government factors that affect businesses. Our terminal customers can access this function by typing BI. Go, Rob Barnett. Thank you for being with us. Uh, the uh, USGS going to examine this uh, earthquake and these tremblers. Tell us so uh, what we know so far about the relationship between disposal of wastewater from oil and gas production and these kinds of natural or unnatural events. Well, the state's regulator, the Oklahoma Commission's Corporation, is already taking action. They're not waiting on the USGS. So in the wake of the earthquake, which was a 5.6 magnitude on the Richter scale on Saturday, they issued an order requiring uh, 37 wells to stop disposal or injection of this wastewater. So when you frack wells, you actually produce about 10 times more uh, kind of water, sand, other sediment than you do uh, oil and gas. And you've got to put that somewhere. And the practice has been tied uh, to earthquakes in Oklahoma, or at least the regulator there in that state believes so. And so they're they're taking action today. The, the number of earthquakes measuring 3.0 or higher reached at least 890 last year, followed by about 375 this year through June 22. Far cry from only two in 2008 before the fracking boom. So it doesn't seem too hard to make a connection. Is it 
Will it just be totally out of the question now, too expensive? And how in the heck would you do it anyway for companies not to inject the wastewater back into the earth but find something else to do with it? Right. There are a number of options. So you don't have to always inject. You can treat the water. The problem, though, is that some of the other options are more expensive. And so the common practice has been to do this wastewater injection because it's the most economic. And so if the state regulator really continues to hammer away on this point and put additional regulations in place, it'll force the industry to really take those other options more seriously if uh, if they're going to continue to produce at the kind of volumes that they've been in Oklahoma and perhaps neighboring states too it's not it, there's nothing special about the uh, ge- geology of Oklahoma other states are wrestling with this same kind of issue right now too right and the, and the uh, geology of uh, Oklahoma is uh, sort of getting new attention because this most recent earthquake was uh, on a fault line that had been previously unknown. That's right. But not all regulators in all states see it the same way. Uh, Texas has been looking at the issue as well, and their their commission in their state basically said uh, that they don't think that there's anything to the connection between earthquakes and wastewater disposal. So there really is a big mismatch between kind of where the science is, where the regulators are. And right now, it's completely a game that is being handled by the states. The federal government really hasn't taken a strong view on this. And there really isn't regulatory authority coming from Washington on this. It's all being managed by the states right now. Is there less of a we I just read the, the, the numbers on the increase in earthquakes since two thousand eight in Oklahoma. Has Texas not had a similarly proportionally large increase in the number of earthquakes they've experienced since they started doing a lot more fracking and injecting the wastewater back into the ground? The, the geology does matter, so uh, there, there has been an uptick in many of the places that are doing uh, this oil and gas exploration, but the the, uh, the, the, I guess it's it's all about how whether you believe in correlation, causation. But I mean, but have they had the this kind of big jump in earthquakes in Texas, or has Oklahoma been much more susceptible to this? Oklahoma has been particularly susceptible. So other states, while they're experiencing the issue, they haven't had the same staggering increase uh, that you mentioned uh, just a few minutes ago. So Oklahoma is particularly prone to this problem, but it is an issue in other states as well. It's not not specific to there, but the big the big jump that you would see. I mean, depending on how you cut the numbers, Oklahoma had three in 2005 that were greater than 2.5 magnitude, and they had 2,500 last year. So a complete order of magnitude, two orders of magnitude increase in a very short amount of time that's tied to fracking in the state and greater oil and gas production. Other states haven't had that same order of magnitude increase, but there is uh, it's it's not specific to Oklahoma, but it's uh, Oklahoma is the hot spot for the topic. Sure, sounds like it. And as someone who grew up in earthquake country out in Washington State, I can just imagine what it feels to go to all, from almost no earthquakes to several. Rob Barnett, thank you so very much. Part of our Bloomberg Intelligence team in Washington D.C., senior energy policy analyst for BI. This is Bloomberg. 
Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Triton Benefits and HR Solutions, one of the country's leading benefits providers. Visit tritonbenefits.com. That's T-R-I-T-O-N benefits.com or call 855-OK-TRITON.